Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. sometimes I think that I may be going too fast or that you may not be getting it. And I want you to get it. And I want you to understand it. And talking about this subject, understanding the supernatural, is very key. I hear other pastors teaching in the city now. I hear uh, all on the internet. God is trying to do something with the church. He's trying to wake us up. He's trying to get us to understand that there is a supernatural realm. Now, in doing so, as I teach on this, yeah, little attacks are coming in your lives. It's not so much that they're coming, they're being revealed. The enemy has always been up to sabotaging you and setting up stuff so that you could fall. The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. So he's always putting up roadblocks and covering some things in your life for destruction. He wants you dead. Hear me. He wants you dead. Off the scene. He could care less if you go to heaven or hell. He just wants you out the way. So what God is doing is he began to tell you what he's getting ready to do before he do it. So what he's going to do now is open your spiritual eyes so that you might see. The Bible says that you might see his wondrous works. God wants you to be able to see. There are things going on all around us, and we don't see it. We think it's just something that happened, but it's the works of God. And God wants us to acknowledge him in all of our ways, and he'll continue to direct our path. The only way we are going to do this is that we have to ask God and pray that our spiritual eyes be enlightened, that we may know the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. There's some things that God has for you, but you can't see them. And that's why sometimes we do things that we shouldn't do because of the fact we don't see the blessings that's bestowed or ready to overtake us. And if you begin to notice this, once God tried to start to get ready to bless you, the things start to align in the spirit realm. And then all these little silly attacks come your way. And you start doing little stupid stuff to try to get you to offset the blessing. When this happened, the Bible said that the, it's the little foxes that destroys the vine. The little foxes destroy the vine. God has a season where he wants to bring fruit into your life. Where the fruit is not for you, no tree eats its own fruit. Okay? So the fruit is for those who are around you. God wants you to be a blessing. And what the enemy wants to do is a short circuit and cut those blessings off. So he's sending the little foxes to destroy the vine. Well, Pastor, I don't see no little foxes running around. No, I'm not talking about actual foxes. It's those little demons, those little imps. 
that come in that little subtle way to get you to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing to try to get you to continue that so that he can cut those vines off at the root and destroy that fruit so that others won't be able to take part of your blessings. That is why your eyes need to be open so that you can see his marvelous work. You can see what God is doing. Therefore, you'll be able to withstand when the evil comes. This past week, God gave me a word. He says that uh, in, the, in the prayer that Jesus prayed, he said, forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. First thing is that temptation. Lead us not into temptation. The devil come in with those little imps to lead you into temptation. What is he leading you? He's leading you on the devil's territory. Some stuff that you shouldn't be doing, these little foxes come in and start leading you out there with all these temptations, all these crazy thoughts. And before you know it, you trespassed. You got on somebody else's property. That's why he say, forgive us for our trespasses. You trespassed on the devil's territory. And you want God to be with you. But you're going on the devil's territory. No, what you need to do is to repent. Ask God to forgive you for your trespasses. Sometimes you go on somebody's land, they have a sign up saying, no trespasses. We're going to get some shirts that says, no trespasses. All right? So you want to get yourself to a point where you realize, Miss King this week told me, you know, I was going to let my hair down, and I was going to watch a movie or something like that. And I, didn't, I don't watch TV much. I got away from watching TV. I don't even watch the news. Y'all be telling me stuff be on the news, and I don't even... I don't, I don't even watch it no more. It's just nothing good on it. And I know I am a seer. I see stuff. So I have to protect my eyes. All right? I can't watch everything. So I was going to go watch the movie, and I sat down, and I was going through, and I didn't see anything I wanted to watch, and I saw something said, what, what was that? Basic instinct two. I can hardly remember. Some of y'all don't watch it. All right. I can hardly remember basic instinct one, but I said, man, I remember that. And I was like, I want to see it. And I started watching that, and I'm like, it got so raunchy, and then not only that, but it got so confusing. I was like, who doing what, when, where, how, what? You know, I got so messed up in my mind, I got a headache. I came to bed, I said, something, I don't know what I said, I can't, I can't watch this stuff. See, and, and, and some of y'all looking at me like, really? No, once you start protecting your mind, when you see stuff that is just not supposed to be there, it bothers you. It gets to you. It, it messes you up. And my wife said, you need to ask for forgiveness. You trespassed. I said, you sure are right. I trespassed. I sat down and watched the movie that I should have been watching, and I trespassed. I got on the enemy's territory. And my head was hurt, and I couldn't get it together, and I was like, God, what is wrong with me? I carried myself through deliverance. You hear me? This spiritual realm is real. You step out there on the devil's territory, he's going to attach some of his demons, some of his little foxes to be on your trail. And they're on your trail so that they can destroy the fruit of your vine. So that you don't produce no fruit. The devil's okay with you going to heaven. He's excited about you going to hell. He just don't want you to have no fruit. 
Because if somebody see what God's doing in your life, they're going to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Does it make sense? This spiritual realm is open for all of us. All right, let me get into the teaching. That wasn't the teaching. So here we go. Thank you, guys. Understand the supernatural. I don't know if this is number 12, 13, 14, or whatever, but here we go. What do you see? What do you see? Last time I was speaking to you, I was talking to you guys about opening your spiritual eyes so that you can see. There's two passages of Scripture I'm going to go to today, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15 to 20, and then Mark chapter 8, verse 22 and 25. I want to be able to help you to understand that you have authority in both realms, the spiritual realm and this earthly realm. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in the heavens. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in the heavens. So you've got some responsibility and you have some power. Behold, I've given unto you power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and over all the works of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall hurt you. God said, I'm backing you up. I'm sending you out there among wolves as sheep, but they better not mess with you. All right? You're the apple of my eye. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to watch over you. I'm going to keep you, but you got to keep it right. Amen? Stay off the devil's territory. Don't trespass. So I'm asking you today, what do you see? And there are some of you guys in here, you, you, you have spiritual eyes, and sometimes you see a little something, and sometimes you don't. But because you're not understanding the supernatural, you don't know what to do with what you see. Amen? So with seeing things, there, there has been understanding. When I saw my mom's death, I knew that my job was to bring comfort to the family. So I knew and I understood it. When I saw my, 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 my brother's, uh, my brother, who he was going through that heart, that heart had messed up, I saw him eating and stuff. I knew that was a confirmation for me not to give up hope. So sometimes God will show you enough to give a confirmation to keep fighting or to let go or whatever. But he speaks through that, that vision or that thing that he showed you. So what you got to do is start paying attention to what you see. Amen? Sometimes you'll see something, and then you don't know what it's all about. Stop. Pray, God, what are you trying to show me? What is this supposed to mean? Because in the process of opening your spiritual understanding, you don't know it all. This is new to you. That's why when Jesus told the man, he said, what do you see? I need to know what you're seeing. Okay? You need to understand what you're seeing. All right? So what we're talking about this seeing thing today I want you to be ready so when God begins to open your spiritual eyes more, because they are open, amen, and you have to watch the enemy because he wants to blind you. The Bible says the devil, the God of this world, has blinded them so that they might not see the glorious works, so they might not see the gospel. So there's a way that the enemy blinds us, and he blinds us with the ways of this world. So you have to be careful what you see. You have to, be, you have to protect your anointing. Samson's biggest problem was he didn't know how to pray, or he wouldn't protect his anointing. Amen? This, this long hair, don't touch it. He let this woman cut it off. Lost his anointing. He had eyes where he could see. They put his eyes out, no vision. The Nazareth vow was that you don't touch anything that's dead. Okay? He touched dead things, dead carcasses. Everything God told him not to do, he did it. And it cost him his anointing. You have to protect this anointing. If you all, for some of you all who can see, there are different ways you can see. Some of you can see with your open eyes. You see vision. There's some of you see through discernment. 
You just feel it. You just know it. It's a knowing. Am I talking Greek? Okay. Mothers, when they get more settled in their older years, they begin to flow in that discernment, and they can just start sensing some stuff. They just start feeling stuff, especially when it goes on their kid. They just, mm, something ain't right. They just begin, they just start knowing, they just start picking up stuff. I remember when I used to come home late, and my mama would, she always knew. And I'm like, I know she ought to be asleep, but she can't sleep. And she'd be out there, and, and, and she'd just know. I wrecked her car one night and got home. She said, baby's going to be all right. She said, when I heard the tractor crank up, I knew that was you. I'm a friend of mine, we were riding anyway. Never mind. So, so, so. The older you get, and your relationship with God gets to be more seasoned, he starts letting you look into some stuff. He starts letting you see some stuff. And you need to know how to handle what you're seeing so that you'll know how to pray for what you believe in. Because when God showed it to you, well, what you going to do about it? You going to worry? No, no. He didn't show it to you to put you in fear and then worry. He showed it to you so you can stand on your authority and do something about it. Because the devil is planning and he's trying to do some stuff and you wake up and say, wait a minute, something ain't right. All right, devil, stop it. Right now, right here, stop it. I break your power. I break your assignment. I break every, every, every avenue that you have of communication with these demons. And I command them to loose it right now. I build a hedge of protection around my children, whatever it is that's going on. And Father, I thank you that they're blessed. That you live and not die. Don't be afraid to say that. If the devil's showing you that he's going to kill them, you say they shall live and not die. We're so scared when we get in the spirit realm that we don't want to say, we don't want to say the word of death. We don't want to say, no. Decree and declare. The devil has showed you his hand. That's right. Now tell it. The devil, you are a lie. The truth is not in you. And you're the father of lies. We got to stop just letting stuff happen. In this spiritual realm, you can sit back and let stuff happen, and you can cry over it, or you can do something about it and stand your ground. And watch this. When your blessing comes through, the old devil will come back and say, it wasn't nothing going to happen no way. Oh, yes, you were. You were going to kill her. You were going to have me going to that funeral. Now I stop you, and now you want to tell me, oh, it wasn't going to happen no way. Can't play with the devil, y'all. All right? So if you're in here today and you need to ask God to forgive you for your trespass, you've been getting on the devil's territory, go ahead on right now and ask him for it. Father, forgive me for my trespasses. Yeah. He's saying, then ask me to forget, forgive those who trespass against you. All right? Because watch this. I'm going to show you some stuff today that when God opens your eyes, he's going to show you even your friends. He's going to show you people around you. He's going to show you stuff that you hadn't saw. Because sometimes the devil will send people your way. He'll disguise himself as an angel of light. He'll send people your way. What do you see? Miss King. Understanding the truth. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit. Mm. It all sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. 
But who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. Okay. All right. Now, as we begin to step into the spiritual realm, don't expect everybody that you talk to to be able to understand what you're talking about. Okay? It's foolishness to them. When you start talking about spiritual stuff, tithing and, 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 and coming to church in the rain or right after the rain, to them that's foolishness. Well, why y'all go to church every Sunday? It don't make no sense. Why y'all go to Bible study? It don't make no sense. I mean, that's just, to them it's foolishness. But when you take your spiritual eyes and look at what they're doing, you see the foolishness in them. You see stuff in them. You see the stuff that they go, the things that they do, and then they wonder why the ends don't meet. You're like, all this foolishness you got going on in your life. They can't meet. You have a real devil out there who's stealing from you. And then you don't want to know no truth. And I'm trying to invite you to church. I'm trying to, you just don't understand this. Trying to make them understand it is going to make you crazy. Unless they be born again, unless they be in life, and they have a hope and a desire to get out of what they're in, sometimes the world is going down because it's God's way of trying to reach them. Sometimes when people don't have enough money to pay their bills, and they don't do this, they don't do this, and they, and, and they come to you, and if you just tell them, say, no, I don't have no money to give to you. I got money, but I don't have it to give to you. You need God. Silver and gold have I not to give to you, so, but what I do have to you is in the name of Jesus, you need to go on your knees, and you're going to need to pray. Because what God's trying to do, he's trying to let things get so bad that they'll come to him. But they, they short-circuit God, and they go to you. Now, this has to stop. But people who aren't spiritual, and even though they are saved, they've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they're not spiritual. Amen? They're not spiritual. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolishness to them. They can't understand it. It don't make no sense. All right? So here we go now. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. You're trying to have a conversation with them, and they're not getting it because they're not spiritual. So if you're going to talk, you've got to find somebody who's spiritual enough to be able to understand it. Amen? Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. People, you, you can look at me and you can say, he got to be doing some drugs. Not because I talk crazy, but because, you know, I, I, I got some, you know, God's blessed me with, with things in my life. So people from the outside could very easily look at it. I talked to a friend of mine last night, and he said people in his neighborhood don't know what he's doing, but he works hard for a living. But you know, got brand, built a brand new house, paid for it as soon as he got through building it. Uh, new cars in the driveway, new, new trucks and stuff like that. And so they think he's selling drugs because that's all the world knows. All right? But, but from a spiritual aspect, I know how long he's been tithing. I know the sacrifice he's been giving. I've been seeing how God's been blessing. I see what God's been doing in his life. So to me, it makes sense. But the world, it can't make sense to them because they don't see this. They don't see what tithing would do. They don't see that you're living right. They don't see that you're living holy. They don't, that, that, that's foolishness to them. But they come to you and buy your real money. 
All right. So who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who can know the Lord's thoughts? Can any of you all know the Lord's thoughts? Yeah. You can know his thoughts. Oh, boy. I got a lot of teaching I got to give you. Who knows enough to teach him? What you going to teach God? You can't teach God, but you can show God that you're going to do right. God said, I'm going to show you. I want to see Abraham if you love me. He put Abraham to a test. Abraham came back and said he was going to kill his son. God said, stop, steal your hand. Now I know. I know. But we understand these things for we have the mind of Christ. Oh, you got the mind of a God. Now, uh, I pray that God begin to open our spiritual eyes so that we can see it. What has happened in this situation was is that Elijah was telling the king of Israel what the secrets of the Armenian army was. This king who wanted to destroy Israel would be able to talk to his men and talk about, we're going to get them over by this brook. Elijah, in the spirit, gets a word of knowledge. Go tell the king, they waiting on you at the brook. So he'll turn and he'll go another way, all right? And they had all the arms like, where are they at? They gone. They went another way. It kept happening over and over. So the king called a meeting with his guys. He said, which one of you guys are revealing my secrets and my plans to the enemy, the king of Israel? And the guy said, none of us, master. It's this prophet that Israel had. He tells the king everything we say in secret in your chambers. He said, go get him and bring him here. And they sent out this army to go capture Elijah because he was giving away the king's secrets. Okay? So some of you all in here, your spiritual understanding or your eyesight was going to get so keen that you're going to see what the enemy is doing. You might be able to tell your children, you know what, no, y'all plan on going over here tonight and y'all plan on doing this and doing this. But I'm telling you, baby, don't do it. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. You don't know nothing. A couple of those times when they do it and they get... And stuff, crazy stuff happens, they're going to come back to you and they're going to admit it. Uh, again, don't ask your kids anything that you see in the spirit realm. They're not going to tell you the truth. You tell your kids, I'm picking up this, about this, this, this. Uh-uh. So they'll throw your faith off. <laughs> so be careful how you try with them, okay? Now, it might make a witness to them. They'll go on later on. They find out that they were right. But they're going to never come back and tell you that you was right, okay? So you got to be careful with that. So as you begin to discern or pick up on this spiritual of, of, of who you are, who God created you to be, these gifts are going to start manifesting in your life. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. All these things are going to start happening in your life, okay? And you'll start seeing stuff. You start doing things. You start hearing stuff. And you start being able to, to do miracles and see stuff happening in your life. That's where we're going as a church, all right? All right, so in this situation, Elijah got to that point, and now these, this army is going to come and get Elijah to take him back to the king. Now, Elijah then was in their sleep, and all of a sudden, his army has, has seized them, surrounded them now. Okay? And here's where we pick up at. The servant steps outside. Who can open spiritual eyes? When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do? Now, the young man cried to Elisha, don't be afraid, Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. <laughs> then Elisha prayed, oh, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. 
the Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elijah was filled with horses and chariots of fire. Mm. Mm. As the Armenian army advanced toward him, Elijah prayed, Oh, Lord, please make them blind. Mm. So the Lord struck them with blindness mm. as Elijah had asked. Then Elijah went out and told them, You have come the wrong way. This isn't the you right don't want city. None of this. <laughs> Follow me, and I will take you to the man you are looking for. And he led them to the city of Samaria. As soon as they had entered Samaria, Elijah prayed, O Lord, now open their eyes and let them see. So the Lord opened their eyes, and they discovered that they were in the middle of Samaria. You hear this? This man of God walked in power. Amen. And I'm believing God that as a church, we're going to walk in this kind of power. Okay? But what God is trying to show us through this is that there are some things that are happening in the spirit realm that we don't see. Amen. Now, Elijah's eyes had been open to the spirit realm, so he was able to see some things. That's why he wasn't freaking out when they come, they came up on him. He saw all the horses and the chariots of God. Here they are, they, these folks right here surrounding them, Elijah and them, but all of God's armor was surrounding them, and they couldn't see it. And they just going in the natural, but Elijah said, don't worry about it. It's more with us than, than be with them. And the little boy was like, really? And he said, God, open this boy's eyes. So he could see into the spirit realm. And when he opened that boy's eye, that boy was like, whoa. All fear left him and everything. He saw into the supernatural. Now, I'm praying that God open your eyes so that you can see in the supernatural. If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the breach ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB to 24587 24587 Thank you for listening and may God bless you.